0: Welcome to the Younger, Smarter, and Better podcast. I'm your host Christian Adlita, and today we have a special guest with us here, Stu Saunders. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself?
1: Well, what can I? Where do I start, Christian? Let me. Uh, uh, so I'm a Canadian um, living in the Great White North, and uh, which is uh, it's not white right now. Just you know, a wonderful spring season. It's green. Things are growing. It's wonderful. Um, I uh, I am a uh, I have a business. I've, I've been an entrepreneur for 30 years. Um, I work primarily in the youth leadership development world, uh, both in high school, college, uh, ages, um, and then educators as well. Um, And for 30 years, I've worked with about 3 million human beings all over the world. Um, And we run leadership conferences and leadership camps. And I've been a speaker for 30 years. Um, And uh, we're currently in the process of pulling off the world's largest online student leadership conference next week, May 6th and 7th. So that's what I do. And I've been doing it for a long time.
0: That's amazing. So you've talked with over, what, 3 million people. That's amazing. So when you're going into the youth leadership process, what are some of the things that you look at when trying to teach this subject to someone else or trying to get them engaged? What are the things that you do at your conference?
1: Well, we have a number of different conferences. So we run everything from small, um, individual, and they're all very different, right? So we run events for 40 people or 4,000, and then everything in between that. So depending on the size of the event, it, depending on what you tend to to focus on. And so for smaller events, it's very interactive. So we do a lot of game playing in terms of a lot of, we call it um, we call it uh, play with purpose. And so we teach a lot of, uh, of stuff. And that's to adults too. Like we, we, we get them interacting, we get them active, we get them to prove a point or to make a point through actual practical activities. Uh, but then when you get bigger and larger events, we run uh, huge stage events with, you know, we'll have, We were actually supposed to have our Global Student Leadership Summit two weeks ago, but of course, because of Mm COVID-19, that's the end of that. Um, But there at that event, we would have had about 2,000 students from 15 different countries come together with 40 different speakers um, who would have done all variable different topics, but everything from how to lead globally, how to lead locally, um, how to inspire a group, how to inspire yourself. Uh, how to fill your own toolbox. So it's all very, very different. But the bottom line is everything that we do is to give skills and a skill set to both educators and students um, so they can better uh, facilitate their own lives and their own programs. So that's what we do. And it's it's very hands-on. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we're not boring. That's what I think we, we strive not to be boring. Um, so yeah, and we work with speakers and facilitators from all over the world.
0: That's awesome. I definitely love the fact that you're like, going in and you're definitely teaching these hands-on skills to like young adults and to educators i think that's really important and that's really needed in today's day and age especially so i think that it's really interesting so you're doing an online conference because of COVID 19 what is going to be different on the online conference thing and how would someone get access to this
1: well, it's going to be really different. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I think one of the big, I don't know when this will play, this podcast for your listeners, but I mean, I think there's a whole new narrative right now, um, you know, in the media and online and, and in everything you read or hear, this new normal. Um, and I'm not sure what the new normal is and I'm not sure I like what the new normal is. Um, I think there's there, there are human beings need to be in contact with each other. I think human beings need to be um, they need to have that interaction, um, you know, face to face. And I mean, we're face to face right now on this zoom, but I think there's a, there's a certain for, for mental health as well. You need to be in the same room with someone. I just think it's really important, but having said that we couldn't do it. So with the global summit, what we did was we actually reached out to some of the biggest speakers, athletes, um, Olympic athletes that we knew that have a. Uh, have a, a focus on working with youth, and we said, let's go online. Let's do this. Um, there'll be less interaction, obviously, um, but let's give every student, you know, or teacher, the ability to see and hear from world-class presenters. Um, now they can interact with Q and A and things like that, mm-hmm. but it will be very, very different. But the, the good thing about it is, is we would have had about two thousand students at our global event, and this. Online global event, will have five thousand students. Wow! So we're going to like we're going to be able to access um, students from all over the globe that couldn't have come; they couldn't afford a flight, registration fee, a hotel room, food, etc. Now all they use is a computer, internet connection, and they get to experience this and, and see these amazing speakers. So it's it's different. There's two different things there, but I think the global event online will will allow us to give access to be more equitable to more people um, and not kind of those barriers of, of finances will be completely gone for the most part. We still need a computer or, or internet connection, but for the most part lowered and we'll have more kids and more students and educators experiencing it. So it's cool. So yeah, so we're going to have, a, I think 5,000 or more, people there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's going it's super easy to do. It's all free. We're not we're not charging anybody to be part of it. Um I think that's another part of the story, um, which I could share a little bit more why I think it's important to be free right now. Mm -hmm. Um and then um we'll uh we'll kind of it's all very interesting it's gonna be cool. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. It's it's no one's ever this will be the world's largest multi day online student leadership conference ever done, as far as we can tell.
0: Yeah. That's
1: awesome. I
0: love that. So, in reference of when this episode got live, I know that we had, last episode, I said there was going to be a two-part series just to For you guys to understand, we're doing this a special episode because it's so time-sensitive because tomorrow is going to be May 6th, so that is going to be the first day of the conference. So the reason that this episode is going live in between of our two-part series is because this is a very time-sensitive thing, and I wanted to get this information to you guys so that you could be a part of this. So tomorrow and the next day... And is it a two, three-day event?
1: No. So it's May 6th and 7th. Okay. Um, and it uh, goes from basically uh, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 9.30 p.m. So it's 12 hours a day for two full days, 24 hours. Um, and you just have to go to globalstudentleadershipday.com. Um, and the reason why it's, it's Global Student Leadership Day and it's actually two days is because it just exploded and grew more than we expected. So once we had the whole all the artwork done on the website, and created we said, well, it's two days. So no one's, no one's going to be too big. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. So do you have an individual speaker speaking at one time and then it just kind of goes through the, goes through your day, your schedule. do you have that on your website and everything?
1: Yeah, everything's on there. So if you think you think of it kind of like a telethon in a way that it's just one speaker after the next. So um, it's all going to flow together um, and there's a schedule. So speakers are either doing about 30 minutes or doing about 20 minutes. Uh, depending on what they've chosen to do, mm. um, and so speakers will be able to just kind of do one, get intro, do the next, so and so. Forth. You can jump in, jump out when you want to. If there's speakers you want to hear more than others, that's cool too. Um, you want to kind of be part of anything? You just it's it's open for 24 hours, basically over two days. So it's anybody can come. It's all free. Do what you want to do. All the speakers are online. The schedules online. Um, but it's a cool experience. I don't know how else, I, I don't know how it's going to go, Christian. I don't know if this is if this is really what the world is going to be like, and that's one of the interesting things too. I've had a lot of people say, why, how am I monetizing this? Mm -hmm. Um, how am I making money off of this? And we're not monetizing it. We're not, um, we're selling some swag. We've got some stuff you can buy. Um, but that's not going to be a lot. And the reason why, and here's an interesting thing for people who are trying to build a business as an entrepreneur, maybe if you listen, listeners want to be entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and they want to create their own business. um, in my, in my 30 years of running a business, um, and we started 30 years ago as a small summer camp, three-day program, 50 kids, and then now on, on average we work with close to 200,000 a year, every year um, in our programs. But my theory is you've got to do it right, prove your concept before you can start asking money for anything. And so um, if I had done this, if I if I do this activity, and it goes really well and it was free, everybody says, hey, that global summit was amazing. That was great. If they do it again, I'm all in Gosh, it was worth, I would have paid for it. It was great. Mm -hmm. If I do it, charge for it and it fails, technology screws up, speakers don't show up. Who knows what happens? Um, And they're like, well, he, he charged us $10 a person to go or whatever it was. What a rip off. I'm never going to do that again. Mm -hmm. Um, And if I, That way, if it goes bad, I can still say, well, he gave it a good shot, you know, and I can talk about lessons learned from it. I can talk about how we improve it. I can talk about how we grow from it, how leadership's all about adjusting the sales, you know, and just continuing on. So that's kind of why we do a free free method, a free uh,
0: model. It's very interesting. So one of the things that came into my mind that I think that definitely as someone who is interested in this event and may have other things going on at the same time. I know that 12 hours might be a long time for someone to sit and be able to listen to everything that might have something pop up. I know that school, especially with online learning, they have conferences and stuff. Are you going to have any of these things recorded so that if someone misses something, they'll be able to go back and catch it?
1: Yeah. So what we're going to do is, and some schools are using this actually as curriculum um, because part of this whole online learning thing, my wife's a high school teacher and uh, it's, you know, we were teachers were thrown into this online or anything, right? Like there wasn't really a set model for this to work. And I think depending on your, the teacher's ability for technology, the students ability to get, it just, it was all who knows, right? Like, yeah, I think it's, it's all over the board. No one knows what's, who's getting taught, what they're getting taught, when they're getting taught, what it's all about, who knows, right? Um, So teachers are actually looking for a curriculum. So a lot of teachers are saying, this is good curriculum. You have to go to this as part of your school learning. Um, So yeah. I think a lot of kids will go. I don't think anyone's going for 12 hours a day, except for me, um, and our tech guys because we have two tech guys. It's actually being done like a TV show. It's going to be pretty cool. The, it's not going to be just like a Zoom thing with 50 squares. It's going to be like really, really cool. Um, but we will do a highlights afterwards, mm-hmm. so so people can access highlights of different speakers and what we're doing. We probably won't release 24 hours of video. Mm-hmm. Um, It's just too much, but we have a a full, we have a full team that does all the editing, puts stuff together. So we do a lot of content creation that way. So we'll put out something pretty cool for everybody.
0: That's awesome. I love that. Um, I think definitely with the online learning of today's, Of what we're dealing with today, especially from my point of view, um, it's been really, really interesting. I was lucky that our school already had an online system set up for tracking assignments, getting access to things and submitting things. And so we just kind of went full on tilt to that system and it's worked out really nicely. The system, it's a lot more laid back, especially for the last end of my senior year of not having very much assignments to do. It's like one project a week. So I've actually, and we were talking about this last episode is I've come up with a system where I was able to basically get all of my schoolwork done in like two days. And then I would have like the rest of the week. And it was basically working on figuring out this system that I could use to like do things and to make sure that they're done on the right time, just so that the things wouldn't either be done late or done too early where you'd have to change things to really. So this system we talked about a lot last episode, I was just tying that in there and we're going to be talking about more in the next episode. So tying that in there, but going back to the conference, I'm really excited. I'm really interested in this and I think I'll definitely join and definitely watch some of it. So what are the things, what are some of the topics that your speakers are going to be talking about?
1: Well, they're all different. So I'll just highlight a couple of them. Um, uh, and I do actually want to make a quick comment on your online learning thing. I think it's interesting. This might be tied to your next episode of the mm-hmm. one before everyone learns differently, mm-hmm. right? So for some people, it sounds like for you, you are loving this. You're doing two days, getting it all done. Then you suddenly have a five day weekend, you know, to do as you choose. Other students need to have that classroom setting mm-hmm. for that instructional. Like they, they're not good on their own just to plan. Like they're not, They'll just sit all day on their on their phone. They'll just sit all day playing Fortnite, or they'll just sit all whatever they do, mm-hmm. right? So th- there's different learning learning styles. So I think it's great that it works for you. And I I, I found that some students love it, and some students hate it. Um, but then I also heard something yesterday. Um, someone said like those who were poor doing poor in school and didn't didn't apply themselves in class are also not applying themselves. On this online learning, either it's not. If you're really, if you're a good student in class, you're probably a good student online. Kind mm-hmm. of transfers that way. Anyway, your question. Um, some of the topics. Well, we've got great speakers. So, for instance, we have Mike Smith. Mike Smith is from Nebraska, and he uh, Forbes magazine put him down as one of the coolest, hottest entrepreneurs uh, in America. To year last year, 2019, um, and he runs uh, a thing called the Bay in nebraska and it's a massive indoor skate park um for kids who want to be off the street um he also does skate for change where he skateboard he skateboard across the united states um he also does a thing where he has a coffee shop where he's bringing people who were in prison and teach them how to be baristas and work in the coffee shops he's creating around north united states so he's like amazing like his story is incredible um so he's someone if you're like an entrepreneur if you want to create it if you have a uh, you want to cause driven if you want to create a movement like mike mike smith who's also one of the best speakers i've ever heard in my entire life um will be speaking he's really cool you've got someone like um heather Moyes. you may not know but she's a two-time olympic gold medalist and she's talking all about resilience um she's talking about how you know you can overcome stuff to to be an elite performer in any form of life really awesome you got, um, someone like, uh, my friend Peter Katz, who's an award winning musician. So if you love music, Peter's going to talk a lot about how music plays into our lives, um, and how, you know, you can become creative, um, in whatever form you want to become creative in. So there's so many different speakers. There's 34 different speakers. Uh, I got my friend Mark Black, who's a double lung, double heart, double, not double lung and heart transplant recipient, who's a marathoner and i have alvin law who was a thalidomide child who has no arms plays the drums piano drives and you, you hear people are just kind of like oh my gosh i could probably do a little bit more i could probably try a little harder this guy's got no arms and he plays the piano drives a car plays the drums plays a trombone and i just look at TikTok on my phone so there's a lot of different like people who can really inspire you there's ones who have specific skill sets they want to teach um on whether it's um planning events or or or, or whether it's uh looking about reliability whether it's about trying to find uh, a better place in the workforce how to graduate how to graduate college um with with a better toolbox so you'll get hired so it's it's all leadership personal and then externally as well and they're all great like you just pick and choose you can drop into any one of them if you love it stick if you don't wait to the next one go we'll get a copy come back
0: That's awesome. You have an amazing lineup of speakers. I can't wait for the event happening tomorrow. That's May 6th and 7th for all those who haven't written it down and written it down already. Um, so I'm really excited. This is going to be really, really cool. Uh Are you planning on doing something like this, like an online format in the future? Or are you going to go back to once everything goes back and reopens? Are you planning to go back to an in-person event?
1: Well, as I said, I kind of still think in-person events are amazing. Um, I think there's a certain – I mean, when you're in a room with 2,000 people, you know this, right? Like imagine Mm -hmm. having – imagine it like you have prom obviously coming up. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe you did Mm -hmm. have prom coming up. did.
0: did, I've been to prom before the junior one.
1: So, um, you know, as a senior, you got prom coming up. I mean, most seniors would rather have prom, have a good time, get dressed up, you know, have the whole pomp and circumstance more than having an online prom, Mm. like where you're all on Zoom and you're like, no, I'm dancing with my dad. This is great, right? Like it's really lovely, that, but that's not the same thing, right? Mm. Like it's lovely that you're doing that. Look, it's Chance the Rapper. He's telling us all that we're awesome. That's great, but it's still not probably what you really want to do. So I think we'll go back. We will go back to to live events. But what we will do is we'll supplement live events with online events. So the global summit we do, we do every second year because it's such a big event to run and people come from all over and it takes a while to organize things. So we've decided already is we're going to do one year live, one year online. So we'll alternate the years. Um, obviously doing it online creates a whole different set of challenges. Um, it's more cost effective to run it because you aren't flying. Um, I think also there's a whole statement to say like offline stuff or online stuff. It's better for the environment. Hmm. So there's a whole piece there, right? Cause yeah. people are driving, flying, wasting food and whatever else. Like there's a good environment piece of that, which is great. Um, So yeah, we'll do both. Um, We run an event called Epic, which is for entrepreneurs. Um, It's a hundred people in a room for four days. It's pretty cool Um, with some uh, pretty amazing people. We might do like an offline and online component to that as well. So it might like you can, for a, for a different cost, you can go and kind of see parts and pieces of it. Maybe not the whole thing. Um, So we'll, we'll, I think we're going to learn from this. If this goes well, if we prove the concept, if we can run five thousand students through a program and people enjoy it, parts all of it, whatever it is, then we can look at anybody in the face and say, "We can do this. It works," and then they'll buy. They'll believe us. We have to build that trust up.
0: I think that's awesome. I think there's also another element that we could pull to bring it to even more like how you could use this same mindset going forward. I think for anyone that's working on projects or working on something themselves. And like you were saying earlier, creating like a free, something to test, something to experiment with, and to really try and get yourself into either a different skill set or um, different project and just kind of seeing how it goes. I think that's something definitely with experimenting and going forward, especially at a young age, is learning what you wanna do or where you wanna go. Being able to test things, being able to try it out and say, okay, you know what? I went through this experience, I tried it out. This might not be the thing, like a lot of people, I think what they do is they throw themselves in fully to, like, a full expense paid, like, going to college for a certain degree, but they don't test it out first. They don't try the waters. They don't test that thing. So, making sure that, like, definitely, I think this is a really good example of a way that you can just kind of test the waters before you go all and completely, like you know, drown yourself before you, you know, just put all this money this energy and stuff into something you may not enjoy. So looking for ways that you can test, looking for ways for experimenting things, trying out a a different event free, doing some things where you're not necessarily putting all of your savings on the line.
1: Yeah. I kind of call it like Costco sampling. If you ever to Costco, they have those little sample booths all over Costco and you're like, "Mm, that bean salad, I'll try it. And you're like, oh, that's really good. I'll buy the four gallon jug of bean salad that I'll throw out in two months because I never could get through four gallons of bean salad. Um, so I call it Costco sampling, right? Like you like if I like it, I'll buy it. But if I just try it, I have there's no harm done, right? Um, and I think that's a really good point. I mean, I think there's such a, but we're talking about college, like going to college. What you're going to do? Like, I think you really need to sample stuff. You really need. You might come onto this thing next week, or sorry, tomorrow. Um, my brain's all fried, sorry okay. um, on, on the global thing and hear a speaker and go, I never thought about that that's something I want to do now, like that inspired me to, to take that path and so I think the more you can expose yourself to trying new things the better it is for you right, like get out of your I had a principal from um, New York City I can't remember what school was, but he emailed me and he saw this whole thing we're doing and he's like, we love what you're doing we're telling the world student leadership students to be part of it um, and if we love it, we're coming to the real event next time. So, you know, that's that's it's nothing wrong. I always say try, try, try. Like nothing wrong with trying. As long as it's positive things you're trying. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, that's true. Very true. Um, I think definitely from that aspect of trying and I one of the things that I'm really proud of 34 speakers, that's such a wide range of things. And I think that's one of the things that's especially our generation and the times in like the time that we live in right now there's like with digital medias youtube you can get access to so much variety of information like on youtube you could learn how to program to draw to cook to do basically anything like you could repair your car you could repair parts of your house like just with youtube tutorials and there's a lot of different things it's Going out there and being like, okay, one of the things that I've done recently with actually within the past month was repair and paint my wall. Um, I recently took down some shelves and I literally looked up a YouTube video. We had some drywall like mud. I painted up and repaired my wall by myself. It was, it's just a new experience to try to try out. And I think one of the things that's going to be great is that you have such a variety of speakers Maybe you like look at the list of speakers that are going to be coming on tomorrow and you would be like, um, that's kind of interesting. I don't know. Try it out. Just go for a couple minutes, see what you think and yeah. just kind of like explore. I think one of the things definitely is exploring different areas of opportunities because there's just so much out there.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, there's nothing wrong. I think you could probably find time to, to invest some time into looking at things like this. My, uh, I said my wife's a high school teacher. She's actually a phys ed teacher but she was talking to her her senior kids and she was asking them to look at their, well, this COVID-19, COVID-19 things happened to look at their phone time. Right. So if you have an iPhone, I mean, you probably know you can just check your, your screen time and uh, students were like nine, nine and a half hours a day on their screens. Um, and one student has spent six hours on TikTok. Um That's just doing this for six hours and I thought if you couldn't, if you take an hour of that time, just one hour, and dedicate it to something you want to learn about, the resources that are available right now in 2020 online, like YouTube has anything you want. Like you can find out anything good and bad that you want on YouTube, anything. So if you want to learn a skill, and I, we have one of our speakers, Dr. Greg Wells, who is uh, one of the world world's leading performance coaches on the, on the planet, um, works with world class athletes. Um, he actually, His suggestion to students, um, was to, to find that one thing you love, whether it's, if it's writing, if it's, if it's painting, if it's, if it's poetry, if it's athletics, if it's a sport, whatever it is you love, use this time when we're all at home. And for instance, like you two days of school, five days off, you're building this podcast. That's fantastic. I love what you're doing, but find that thing you love and just dedicate this extra time you have to doing it. So when this, when this is all over and we're all back to whatever normal is. Um, you'll have learned something amazing and it could transform your whole life. So, you know, using this time to try something new and all the technology is right there. I mean, look at us We are talking, you're in Pennsylvania, I'm in Canada, we're having a great conversation. You'll put this up online, mm-hmm. you know, millions will obviously listen to it. Um, and that couldn't have happened 10 years ago. So that's cool.
0: Yeah, I think there's been a lot of technological advancements like recently that have really kind of excelled this and we talked about this. I had an episode recently where we talked about the people who have used quarantine time productively where Bill Gates would actually go off into the forest and take two weeks off just so that he could think just so that he could spend this time working. And one of the things I want to talk about that I thought was really good with your idea of looking and just spending like an hour a day trying out something. I recently had um, one of my teachers who's a a really good influence in my life. Um, He's my favorite teacher, Mr. T. Thank <laughs> Um, he, ha- what he does is for his sign-in sheets, for, for our school we have to do a digital sign-in to say that you're present for class. What he'll do is he asks a question and sometimes it'll be random questions on like, if you were to combine two animals and create a new one, what would it be? Or he'll ask like really interesting questions. One of the questions he asked that really got me thinking was, what is something that you like now that when you started you didn't know and you weren't sure if you're going to like it? And one of the things that came across is that I do, and I've been doing video production for the past six years, and I've been doing filmmaking and video editing and audio editing and digital creation, like illustrations, that sort of thing, all digitally for the past like six, seven years now. Now, when I first started, I wasn't going into making videos for the purpose of making videos. I was going in because I wanted to do YouTube. We've talked about this story before. But basically, I started because I really wanted to play games online and make money. That was basically, that was like 13-year-old, that was the dream, that's my plan. And so, what I did is I started like, okay, you know what, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to need to make videos. So, videos was a means to an end, and it actually became the thing I enjoyed the most. It wasn't something that I started off like, oh, you know, I'm... I'm really going to enjoy this and I'm having the same like reaction to trying to learn guitar or trying to learn a new skill. I think a lot of times the thing about learning something new or trying something new is that there's this invisible wall where you don't know where to really go and I think that's one of the things where online curriculum courses they kind of have like guiding you to where you should start looking where you should start learning. So I think one of the things that might be most challenging for someone that's like okay I want to spend an hour of my six hours that I spend on my phone. I want to spend an hour of that learning something new. So where should you start? I would suggest definitely doing some research, figuring out where you want to go, what you want to do, and then trying something. It's going to be, at first, when you first start doing it, it's going to be really difficult because learning learning something like a guitar or something like that isn't as in uh, incentivating as scrolling through your phone. Because you're in We've talked about this before, the idea of, in summary, that it's like you basically got a hit of dopamine and you're looking for something. So it's the same, you're not going to have that same sort of reward mechanism for trying to pick up the guitar. And it's being able that you realize that. When you realize that, you'll start to realize, you know, when you pick up the guitar, when you pick up something new and you pick up this skill it's not going to be the same it might be boring at first but it's going to be worth it once you sit down and once you spend that time to learn something new you'll be able to look through i spent an hour and a half trying to learn happy birthday to you and afterwards i could say i could sing, i could play the song without looking at any notes it was an amazing feeling it's it's completely different and so much more rewarding than scrolling through an hour and a half of social media
1: no, it is. There's really you don't get much from scrolling through social media. There's not a lot of like long-term benefit to that. In fact, research shows a lot of long-term harm mm-hmm. from sitting on your phone for hours and hours and hours. So like there's a lot of negative stuff. I mean, scientifically there is, but I'm um, just on the brain pattern and whatnot, sleep patterns and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you can do that. My 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 father is in his eighties and uh, of course they're they're in that prime you know age that things are bad because of COVID 19 right like they're mm-hmm. that that's the prime window for not not being you don't want to get it yeah. so they have really hunkered down on their home and he went out and got uh i don't know where he got it from but a, a, a keyboard he's 84 and we taught him how to go onto youtube he found this piano lessons he's learning at 84 years old how to play piano on this keyboard on their dining room table of their home i think my mother's going crazy but I mean, the bottom line is you can learn things, and I think what you're doing is is such a true it's a, such a true statement what you just said. So, um, if an 84 year old can learn to play piano, uh, an 18 19 year old can learn to play guitar.
0: I think that's definitely awesome. So. As we we're starting to wrap up this, um, I think there's been, we've talked about a lot, especially the conference um, is happening tomorrow, May 6th, and it's going to be also happening May 7th. So that's mm-hmm. Wednesday and Thursday. Um, definitely check it out. We'll have the link in the description. It would be like you just press the show notes button. You'll see it right there. You got a link to that, all the information for the speakers, 34 speakers. It's going to be a two-day Twelve hour per day event. You can tr- stop in, try to explore, try to something out. Where that's what we're talking about a lot. Of this episode is using this time not only necessarily productively, but trying to learn more about yourself. What are some interesting skills? Some interesting things you want to learn? You want to look back on this time and say, you know, after I went through. The quarantine period After that was like That couple of months Right I actually got something Out of it I learned a new skill I got a new hobby Being able to look And back And be able to do that And being able to say That you did something Is gonna be really rewarding Really satisfying So when your grandchildren Are coming up to you And asking What was the The COVID-19 thing about And you're like Oh you know what We had to stay inside This thing But I got something Out of it I gotta pick up Like learning something new I gotta try something new I went to this conference It was awesome You guys should definitely Check it out Link in the description Is there anything else you want to mention before we wrap up this podcast oh
1: good on good on you for doing this and uh building your podcast out so fantastic i mean way to go good for you christian um and thanks for reaching out to me and and uh um and making it happen and being persistent too because i am really crazy busy right now so thanks for being persistent and thanks for not giving up on 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 me for doing this but good for you for doing it and i hope you your senior year is uh, different obviously than than probably what you expected um Probably you couldn't. I heard something the other day. It was great. I'll just this last thought I kind of had. Um, I like a guy named Tim Ferriss. That's right. I like Tim Ferris. But um, uh, Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk, mm. and uh, he was talking today on one on his podcast, He was saying um, five year plans. He was saying everyone says make a five year plan. He goes ask anybody now how their five year plan they made a year ago looks. Right. So it was an interesting thing to think about because, you know, life does throw you a lot of curveballs. baseball reference, which I wish we were watching baseball because I love baseball, but I mean, it is true. Right. So I think what it comes down to when you're making a decision for all of your listeners and we're talking about trying things out, if you want to come to the event over the next two days, it's different speakers, both days um, do. But I think what it comes down to is if you have instead of a five-year plan, have five core values that move and inspire you to make decisions. And I think if your five core values are something that like really speak to you, whatever, whatever that might be. Um, and that every decision that you make for your life and what you want to do and how you want to do it and where you want to go, run it through those five core values and say, does this decision um, enhance my five core values does it excite those core core values it doesn't matter what happens, like if COVID-19 or COVID-20 or COVID-21, I'm sure that's not how it works, but whatever the next thing happens, if you stick to your core values, you adjust your plan accordingly because I had a five-year plan, right? And my 5 plan shot. So, you know, I've had to re. I did not, on March 12th, which was my birthday, hmm. had you asked me, would I run a, an event online for four or five, 6,000 students? I would have said, no, you're crazy. I I don't even know how to do that. I wouldn't even know what I was doing. And now I am running one. So that was not part of my five-year plan or my one-year plan or my three-month plan. But my core values are I want to serve. I want to develop leaders. I want to teach leadership. I want to bring community together. And I want to make the world a better place. And all those things tie into what I'm doing online. So I think for all your listeners, whatever you're doing, whether it's choosing a college, whether it's, It's getting your first big job, whether it's going for an interview, whether it's a relationship you want to build, like personally, professionally. Ask those five, what are your five core values? Take some time, write them down, and then make your decisions accordingly.
0: I think that's definitely, that's a great note to end this episode on. And especially we're going to tie this into some of the other episodes um, before we wrap this up. Definitely getting time away, getting time to yourself. We were talking about this um, two, three episodes ago where we were talking about kind of like getting rid of um limiting beliefs, this idea of being able to step away from technology and to get really know yourself what are your five beliefs, go check out that episode if you want to hear more about this idea of like getting to see who you really are so you can really figure out your core beliefs. So with all that said, I'd like to thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you guys are able to come by and see the event happening tomorrow and the next day. It would be really awesome if you guys could do that, and as always. Stay hungry for knowledge.